Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie F., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021, and today we're reading from the big book in Chapter 6, and we're on page 85, the second paragraph. Much has been said about receiving strength, reading that one paragraph only. And today's readers are, and thank you for your service, for the 12 Steps, Tenzin P, 12 Traditions, Gina F. Reading the text are Joni C, Susan SH, and Marjo. The newcomer greeter is Kathy S, and the host of the second hour is Karen K. The reference numbers for Tuesday, September 21st, 2021, 7 a.m. meeting are 17,778, that's 17778, and for the 10 a.m. is 17,780, that's 17780. OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's first tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Tenzin P to read the 12 steps. Good morning, everyone. Tenzin P checking in from New York City. Uh, so grateful to be here. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continues to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive readers and to practice these principles in all our affairs. 
Thank you very much. Wishing everyone a blessed day. Thank you, Tenzin. Okay, I will now ask Gina F. to read the 12 traditions of OA. Thank you, Katie. This is Gina F., compulsive overeater in Connecticut. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive eater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professionals, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. I pass. Thank you, Gina. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. And today we resume our study of the big book. We're on page 85, the second paragraph. Much has been said about receiving strength. And I will ask Joni C. to begin reading. This is Joni C. from Minnesota, gratefully recovered. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God-conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further, and that means more action. 
But before I started this big book study, um, I thought that my eating problem was too frivolous to bother God with. And since I've become abstinent and started working the steps, I've set aside those values or those thoughts. Um, I've come to realize that God will help me, not only with my food addiction, but in all areas of my life, if I let them. I've definitely felt more God-conscious as I grow and work the program. I'm so grateful to God for giving me the strength to be abstinent and for making his presence known to me each moment of every day. Um, With that, I pass. Okay, thank you, Joni. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience. Okay, so who would like to share on this um, paragraph? Second paragraph on page 85. Melissa C. Lisa B. Lisa B. Liz T. Liz T. Okay. Rick Reba J. P. Rick J. Reba P. Anyone else? Okay, well, let's stop there. Melissa C., Lisa B., Liz T., Rick J., and Reba P. Go ahead, please, Melissa. Hi. Hi, Katie. Thanks so much for your service this morning. This is Melissa Seymour, recovered compulsive overeater, and I live in New York. Um, I love this. You know, um, I have a dear friend in program. She's in in her 80s. She's a nun, and she, um, early on, she, I was at a meeting, and she referred to her higher power as Sid. And And I, like, every time I read this paragraph, I think about it, and I remember looking at her like, huh, are you nuts? And um, and I really was at a spot where I thought everybody in that room was crazy. And she said, yeah, you know, Sid, strength, inspiration, and direction. And and it just, it made me chuckle. And it, and it was one of those things that helped me see that I could have a relationship with a God that was accessible, that was like... That was as like you know mundane run of the mill as as a guy called Sid and um, so when I think about like what does that mean like strength you know um, in the morning when I pray and meditate I you know I don't just ask for God's will but I ask God to give me the strength to live in agreement with His will and what I found out is that this God you know that that I've had this incredible relationship with now he doesn't just like tell me what I need to do he helps me so that I can do it and it's worthwhile to pray for that like I ask God to give me you know the resources to do the things that he wants me to do and then you know inspiration is like a thought that comes like from God like something that I could never think of on my own and I have those thoughts, you know, like, especially if I give it space, if I, if I give myself those moments in the morning 
I get these thoughts sometimes that I know are not from me. They don't originate in me. And the way that I know that is because it's rarely about me. It's usually someone else that pops in my brain. And then direction. Like, God, point me where you want me to go. And this is what it means to have God consciousness, to be awakened to God. And, um, and if I follow those things, if I look for strength, inspiration, and direction, it is quiet. Um, thanks. With that, I'll pass. Thank you, Melissa. Okay, Lisa B., you're up, followed by Liz T. Good morning. This is Lisa. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, thank you. My name is Lisa B. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in South Carolina. This is such a powerful paragraph. Um, I was thinking in the Appendix 2, it talks about willingness, honesty, and open-mindedness you know, are so important. And that's who, who, you know, that's what it's really all about. Who is this power? Who is this power that I'm having that I need so desperately to be in an intimate relationship with? It's the God of my misunderstanding, you know, and it says much has been said, oh my gosh, well, the whole book is all about developing a relationship, you know, with this power and food is only a symptom, you know? So, um, I just love this reading because what Melissa shared, strength, inspiration, and direction, um, God's inspiration is sharing and available to me constantly, 24 hours a day, pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, giving me direction all the time. But I am blocked off from it. It's not that it's never been there. It's always been there, but I've not been able to receive it. So through going through these amazing steps, I've placed myself in position to receive it, you know, and then in step 10, the step that we're just now moving away from, I learned when I'm writing my inventories, I'm not writing about what they did to me. I'm writing and looking and absorbing how I have impacted them, you know, so everything now is about how can I be of service? How am I impacting others? And it's not about me. You know, it's not about me anymore, but I don't have the ability to do that. So I, I need to be a vessel and God's filling me so that I can be a useful vessel. And we're going to learn all about the, the different aspects of step 11. And it turns the light on. It's like the fuel, you know, that turns that flame up. So anyways, I'm just really happy to be here. I'm so grateful for this way of life. And it's not about a dependence on a sponsor or even a meeting or even the big book, but it's about having that experience with that relationship. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Okay, Liz T., you're up, followed by Rick J. Hi, good morning. My name is Liz T. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Minnesota. Um, you know, I got to admit, I think I have kind of just kind of glanced over this paragraph in the past. And today, you know, looking at it at one paragraph at a time and dissecting it here and unpacking it, I'm seeing a few different things jump out at me. The word if, so we have a condition there, if we have carefully followed directions. And then I see a bunch of promises. We have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God conscious. I mean, all these beautiful promises sprinkled in there. Um, you know, I often think of the ninth step promises and then the 10th step promises on the top of this page, but I've seen some beautiful promises right interdispersed in this paragraph. Um, so that it's still reminding me that 
this is a beginning, you know, that I'm an infant in this program. I've been in OA for seven years, but in a lot of ways, I still feel like an infant and just learning to crawl and walk in this program and how to do life and practicing these principles in all our affairs. Um, and so I think of step 10 as, you know, that's the step I use to clean up the wreckage of my day, right? I'm doing spot check inventories throughout the day whenever I'm disturbed. Um, and where my program starts to unravel is when I think I'm above that or I don't need to do that anymore. I've got this figured out. Um, who wants to call up a fellow and, and tell them where they're still making mistakes, right? The ego starts to come back in. And um, it reminds me, too, of the part in the Step 11 prayer where it says um, we are inexperienced. You know, we may, pay, we may pay for this presumption and all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. So, you know, if these things crop up, it's when. And it's just a good reminder to me that I – I still need to look at my day as scrupulously as I did when I did my fourth step. You know, um, I want to stay recovered and I want to stay close to my higher power. And, and how is that possible? And that's by using what I learned in, in steps four through nine and look at my day um, and where where I can do better and where, where I maybe um, made some mistakes. So, it just reminds me too of that I can still have days where I have like an emotional binge, you know, and at least I don't stay there as long as I used to, but I really need to lean on my steps 10, 11, and 12 in the fellowship to help me get through those times. So um, I just like the reminders here. We have begun, you know, we never arrive, we never graduate. It keeps me humble that um, there's going to be good days and bad days, but as long as I stay close to God, and um, talk to him in my two-way prayer and continue doing the steps I need to to um, stay recovered that, that I can live happy, joyous, and free. And that's another beautiful promise from this program. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. Okay, Rick J., you're up, followed by Reva P. Rick, star one. Hi, everybody. This is Rick J. Good morning. Um, I am a compulsive reader from Cary, North Carolina. Um, love this paragraph. Love what's been shared so far. And, um, you know, that uh, that strength, inspiration, and direction we've been talking about, um, you know, and, and that's that's that uh, connection with this power. You know, we're we're accessing this power now that's solving our problem. It's not that it's just taking, you know, keeping us away from that first compulsive bite. It's it's redirecting everything. It's uh, it's directing me in a new in a new course. It's a new direction. I'm going on a different path now. Um, so I have been carefully following directions at this point. You know, and I'm I'm doing step tens. I'm not just picking up the phone and you know, I'm I'm writing stuff down, I'm looking at myself, I'm seeing my part in things, and I you know, and I continue to clean up the past. You know, if there's anything that I'm still working on. So I'm going through this process now connecting to this higher power that I'm becoming closer and closer to. I love that um, you know, we're sensing the flow of his spirit into us. You know, this power, 
you know, and that becoming God conscious, um, you know, it's, it's one of those promises. We, we are realizing that God is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves, you know, and we're, we're experiencing these promises, you know, um, that we're talking about here. That's that flow of his spirit and becoming God conscious and developing this vital sixth sense. Um, there is a must here, but we must go further. And that means more action. I always think of this chapter as, you know, into action and more action, because every time we do some action, it'll always tell us there's more action to come, by the way. And uh, I always think of that scene with Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park, you know, T-Rex is chasing him in the Jeep, you know, and, and he's like, must go faster. And, you know, we must go further. We've got to keep going now. I've got to take my thoughts and my, my thinking now, and I need to continually take him to to God, this God of my understanding, this spirit that's living in me now. I want to keep going. I have to keep going. I don't want to have to keep making the same step 10 call on the same thing every day. I want my thinking to be transformed. I want to be able to have this, you know, the character defects that are coming up. You know, I want to be looking at these through an inventory process and then moving on. I really am starting to feel that now. In fact, last night was the first time I've ever dreamed of uh, praying and meditating. I had a dream that I was praying and meditating, which was kind of cool. You know, I have, I'm dreaming about working this program. It's a part of my life. I'm thinking about this all the time. It's just it's telling us in that previous paragraph. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. Time, please. That we have that are keeping us connected to that power, that inspiration, those new ideas. With that, I pass. Thank you, Rick. Okay, Reva P., you're up, and then we'll have um, more, more shares. Good morning. This is Reva P., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Toronto. I'm sort of glad I didn't read this paragraph when I first came to program because I didn't come here to become God-conscious. I came here to get my food in order and then get on with my life. Um, So it's amazing reflecting on how excited I can be about this paragraph now. And what strikes me in this paragraph is that it uses the word begun twice and to some extent. And to begin, like I've just, to begin, I looked up the definition um, because this meeting is getting me to do that. To undergo, perform the first part, the first part of an activity. So I've done steps one through nine. I've I've been doing step 10. It's mentioned step 12. And I've only done the first part of an activity. So this is such a great reminder that the whole point of all the step work is to clear my channel, clear my blockages. And I need to take so much action to do that and then to tap this resource, this power, because the problem is powerlessness, so I need power to tap into this power and keep connected to that power so I can keep getting strength, inspiration, and direction. And this whole idea of beginning, um, you know, what I did years ago was the right beginning for then, but I can't do that kind of action anymore um, and still get strength and inspiration and direction and be spiritually fit. Um, For me, it seems like I need to go deeper and deeper 
in my connection with my higher power. And every phase is a beginning. Um, and I love that it's such a great um, reminder. We must go further. And it seems like others have shared, like I'm on this road and I have this coach at the side of the road saying, keep going, keep going, keep going. So the whole point is to keep striving and seeking this power um, so that I can be guided. And I, that's what I wanted, I think. I think I wanted direction and strength, and I tried to get it from food, but it never worked. So just a great reminder that I'm never finished. And whatever I've done in terms of actions, I, um, I need to continue to go deeper and further. Otherwise, I'll lose the connection. I'll lose my direction and inspiration, um, and then food will be the next best thought. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Reva. So if you've just joined us, we are on page 85, the second paragraph. Much has been said about receiving strength. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience. So who would like to share? Charlie Rachel K. Ross Jen A. Aaron K. Phil M. Okay, just one moment. If I could have people um, start from the beginning. I, I heard Russ M, Jen A, and I believe it was Phil M, but I know there were people before that that it just all kind of went together. Sorry. Rachel K. Rachel K. And I heard someone saying from Virginia, but I can't hear your name. Uh, that's Drew. Drew, okay. Aaron K. Aaron K. Anybody else? Charles H. Charles H. Okay, let's go with Russ M, Jen A, Phil M, Rachel K, Drew, Aaron K, and Charles H. Go ahead, please, Russ. Good morning, Katie. Good morning. Can, all right, there you go. There it is. All right, sorry about that. Russ M. Recover Compulsive Overeater uh, from Pennsylvania. That uh, The sentence there, if, if we have uh, carefully followed directions, we'll feel, feel the flow of the spirit within us, whatever that is. And for me, that that notion connects with that last sentence. There's more action. And, you know, as I'm hearing people share, and I think, man, I'm never going to get done this. It ain't never getting done. I'm always going to have to go deeper. And I don't say that in, a, in like, a negative way. It's, like, just what it is. And um, it's, uh, you know, it's a, be- it's a beautiful thing. It's just if I, if I try to cut a corner and I try to shorten it up or I try not to carefully follow the directions, I'm never going to feel the flow of the Spirit. I'm never going to have that God consciousness. I'm never going to be in, in, in tune with God. And guess what? I'm never going to get anything done. I'm not going to be useful or effective, and I'm not going to, it's not going to be living to my potential. So although I feel like, man, I'm never getting done, it's a pretty good place to be because I'm always digging deeper, I'm always getting the best this best Sicilian from outside of Philadelphia. I keep working towards that because it's going to serve somebody. 
It's going to, it's going to, you know, not just for me, not selfishly, that I'm going to be able to serve my family. I'm going to be serve, serve people around me. I'm going to be able to, you know, when people see me, they, they, they won't be like, uh, not this guy again, not this maniac. So, you know, it's a pretty man. And if, if I, sometimes I don't want to do it. But after tonight, I I I can definitely feel God around me, God in me, and that I'm on on the right the right track. You know, I have to do my best, and I gotta do the rest, man. So I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me share. I'll pass. Thank you, Russ. Okay, Jenna, you're up, followed by Phil M. Hey, Katie. Good morning to you. Um, this is Jen A. I'm recovered in Littleton, Colorado, and uh, this paragraph is definitely coming true in my life today. Um, I've just been on a, a road trip um, to Skokie, Illinois for the last two days. Um, I've been with every CEO, every VP um, of the company that I work for, and I've worked for that company for seven years. And I came in um, to the company very sick, a, a, a very anorexic, compulsive overeater, I exercised my way and and took a whole bunch of stuff, some pills and some potions to try and stay skinny to impress people. And today as a recovered woman and after doing, um, you know, what's practically laid out in this book and receiving the promises that we've read about um, for days, um, you know, I, I get to show up differently today. Uh, and it, it, it's, it's, it's really, it's mind boggling to me because I hung out with the same group of people seven years ago and um, I wasn't able to act. I was insecure. I was unstable um, and I was guiding myself. I was running over people, you know, just like choo-choo, here I come, watch out. (laughs) It's not even a train. I'm a steam locomotive. That's what I was. I was terrible. And, uh, you know, today I got to be of service and I got to, uh, or this last few days, I got to host over 150 people, and we're going back next week. It's been so, such an overwhelming response. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to tell you guys that in this event that I put on, there were no flaws. And today I attribute that to God, um, to the program that's brought me to a spiritual way of life and serving God and loving God and serving God and loving others. And that's what I go and do. I no longer run people over. And how do I do that? Every morning I wake up and I drop. And it says right here, I receive strength, inspiration, and direct direction from who? Yep, you, God. You are the divine source. I have this vital sixth sense. When I read that, I thought, this is hokey pokey, people, but it's not. This is an intuition that I get from God that gives me the insight that I absolutely need so that when a 27-year-old girl is on my team looking at me, I can love her, support her, encourage her, not belittle her, berate her, run her over, and take her down. That's the difference for me today. I'm no longer hurting people with the shrapnel that comes out of my mouth. I'm sending words of encouragement and affirmation to people. That's God consciousness. I was never capable of doing that before. Those words, they didn't come from me. That came from God. It's such a beautiful thing. But what do I have to do? And it's telling me right here, I have to follow your directions, Lord. You know, 
I have to see every day that I'm powerless and my life's going to be unmanageable. And the only one that's going to restore me to that type of sanity is you. And so I turn it over. I abandon myself utterly today with wild abandon. And I come to you. And that is a miracle of this program. I love it. God's with me, right? I'm I'm now in a state where I'm aware of God. Um, And with that, I'll pass. So grateful. Thanks, Katie. Beautiful. Thank you, Jen. Okay, Phil M., you're up, followed by Rachel K. Thank you very much, Katie, for your service. Um, and my name is Phil. I'm a gratefully recovered compulsive overeater from Northern Ireland. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a lovely paragraph. Um, my understanding of God is as she, and it's a lovely direction for me, and it gives me so much joy when I hear the female pronoun used in connection with God. So I just, uh, much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration and direction from her who is all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow that her spread into us. And it was that word flow that connected with me today because that is one of my names for my higher power. And just that sense of a flow through my body, through my soul, through, you know, environment through everyone else is a beautiful uh, image for me and um, we have begun to develop this vital sixth sense but we must go further and that means more action and the more action is referring to the prayer and meditation and um, I have had a practice of meditation for a long time um, and it's a mantra meditation um, and it doesn't really matter what religion I practice it in because it's common to all religions. And silence just joins us together. In doing some piecework in Northern Ireland here in the past, um, I found that words can actually be damaging. And I'm sorry if my words about higher power is she is, is offending anyone. You don't have to take it on board. Um, but in silence, we are connected together and there's no misunderstanding. And it builds community. It's a beautiful thing. And I'm so grateful for a weekly meditation group, which helps me to sustain my daily practice of 20 minutes silence in the morning. And I just find that it starts my day off really well. Now, I'm not always very faithful to the evening time of 20 minutes, but working towards that with the help of my sponsor and with the help of this program as well. Um, I would do sometimes, uh, you know, five minutes guided meditation. Um, and, and that is useful too. And it does say in our literature that, you know, that the only way to do it wrong is not to do it at all. Um, so I'm really, really grateful for the guests of this program. I'm really grateful for everyone here for touching this road of happy destiny um, with me. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Phil. Okay, um, next is Rachel Kay, followed by Drew. <clears throat> Hi, thank you. This is Rachel Kay um, from Northern California. I gratefully recovered compulsive overeater. And um, yeah, I love how this paragraph is sort of a combination of promises and then that whole like TV salesman thing like, but wait, there's more. Um, it says, um, if we have carefully followed directions, we've begun to sense the flow of the spirit into us. So that's a promise. To some extent, we have become God conscious. That's a promise. 
um, you know, to some extent, but there's more. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, so we've begun that, but we must go further, and that means more action. And um, it's sort of like, like in the paragraph before, it talked about not resting on our laurels. And by the way, I hope I'm not the only person um, uh, who thought that laurels, I thought that laurels, when I was little, resting on your laurels meant resting on your butt. Um, and it doesn't. Laurels are, are, as somebody said, I think last time, you know, laurels are, are sort of um, uh, praise or awards that you've received. But actually, resting on your butt is kind of a good image. I cannot rest on my butt. Um, there needs to be more action. Um, and there's the part of me, you know, the disease part of me that's like, oh, God. I've got to do more, but every time that I I stretch beyond my comfort zone, that I take more action, I grow more, I get more. Um, every time I'm willing, instead of you know picking up the phone and replying with a snarky text to my mom about something, but instead I pick up the phone. And well, well, first, you know, I get on my knees and I pray, God, please, <clears throat> excuse me, give me restraint of, 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 you know, pen and tongue and thumb. Give me restraint of text, please, and help me not respond out of, you know, pettiness or anger. Um, so that's an action. Every time I take an action and reach out to a fellow and say, okay, I'm committing to, you know, do God's will, which I, I believe is not responding to my family with a snarky text. Um, you know, every time I, I do an action, I take more action, more action, I get more connection with that, uh, that source of strength, inspiration, and direction, you know. So why not? Okay, yeah, it means doing more and more and more. But every time that I refrain from resting on my laurels and I stretch a little bit more, I get so much more. It's it's that whole thing of I take one step towards God and he he runs to me. He runs to me. And I just the the fruits of my actions are just so much more than I give. I get Time, so much. Thanks. Um, and with that, I'll pass. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much, um, Rachel. And Drew, it's your turn, followed by Aaron Kay. You bet. <clears throat> Drew, Drew in Virginia definitely uh, <clears throat> earned my way to. Oh, we can't hear you, Drew. There we go. Can you hear me now? There you go. Yes. Uh huh. Excellent. Thank you so much for your service and for letting me let me share. Really need, needed this meeting. Um, definitely earned my way to this program. I've needed this uh, for my whole life. I've been in program for about eight months now, and it, it the, these these promises are starting to come true. And I got to check in the fact that sometimes when they start to come true, uh, life can feel more manageable. Life can feel more peaceful and this is such a great reminder that this program is wonderfully infinite. I think <clears throat> when I first <clears throat> came into the rooms, it sounded terribly infinite. This whole do it for your whole life kind of thing was, was did not sound very appealing. And I think these, these pages are, are 
so sacred to me, this 85, 86, 87, 88, um, b- because it's a reminder what I get to do for the rest of my life, uh, happy, joyous, and free, and, and how much richness there is, uh, how much how much I, I don't know about what's to come. And, and that level of mystery and delight is only made possible by the folks that show up here at whatever stage of your recovery. It just, it means so much. So grateful for this reading um, and love to love to see these words become real um, in the shares. And just wanted to say thanks. I'll pass. Thank you, Drew. And Aaron Kay, you're up, followed by Charles H. Hello, this is Erin Kay, recovered in Michigan. Um, I love this paragraph. I think, you know, these steps really did open me up to a consciousness of something way bigger than me that gives me the power to live my life without hurting myself with food. And I do really feel like I have a sixth sense now. And what that feels like for me is that often my first reaction to life is still one of my defaults of character. It, it's still me. But now most of the time, a second thought flows in. And it's usually a kinder, gentler thought. But I feel like, you know, over the past couple of weeks, um, I, I've caught myself swimming against that flow. And, and I realize it's like when life feels hard, it's because I'm struggling against the flow. And really what I need to do is surrender and just let it float me down. And, I, you know, the way that I do that is, is with the actions of 10 and 11. I woke up in the middle of the night last night and my bathroom ceiling was dripping like a waterfall. <laughs> and I did lose my emotional sobriety for a quick minute. Um, you know, but then I felt that flow and I paused and I prayed. And I'm on this meeting right now, even though my husband is freaking out. He wants to take action. He wants to get up on the roof now that the, you know, it's light outside in the pouring rain. And I know this day isn't going to be easy, but um, I knew I know that if I don't take the right action and keep myself aligned with that flow, it will just be harder. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Aaron. Charles H., you're up, and then we'll have time for more shares on page uh, 85, the second paragraph. Go ahead, Charles. Thank you very much, Katie, for your service. Um, I'm Charles H. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. And uh, what a great paragraph. You know, one thing I do, I have learned um, that the big book consists of five things. Uh, It consists of conditions. It consists of uh, questions, prayers, promises, and warnings. And um, I think this paragraph has three of those Continents in there. You know, the disease is progressive, but so is recovery. You know, more and more action. You know, I've heard from wise teachers in this program um, is that as time progresses, the more I need to do more for my recovery because if I don't, the disease will tackle me from behind and kill me in active addiction. So I need to do more 10 steps if they come up. I can't stop when I get that feeling. I can't stop that feeling on my own. I need the fellowship, and I need, I need the God of my understanding or not understanding, because I don't understand God. I just try to stand under God. Um, and, you know, I have sponsors that call me, and they want to shoot the breeze. I'm like, bro, I ain't got time to shoot the breeze. It, when you got your 10-step together, holler back at me. But other than that, you know, get a God squad, right, because th- there needs to be more and more action. And, you know, I compel people with 
with, you know, with my actions. So I send my 10 steps to sponsorees, right? Not because I want to show them how great I am. I want to show you how I need this, this program. So, you know, they come and go, you know, and, and I feel so sorry for Bill. For, I felt so sorry, and I still do, for Bill W. and Dr. Bob. If you take a look at page 16, it says Bill W. was plagued with self-pity and resentment. And it said he was sick, not because he was drinking. It's because he was plagued, plagued with self-pity and resentment. Dr. Bob, in his nightmare story, it says, you know, he struggled for two and a half years, not with alcohol, with the isms. Incredible short memory, I see me, and, and some of y'all got some other slick uh, sayings on the IFM. But you know what? Like, I embrace my feelings, right, and my thoughts. That first foul is never seen. That first thought is never seen, but it's felt. You know, and I get the sixth sense by doing more 10 steps. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Charles. Okay, so we have 11 minutes, so we have time for three or four more people. I would say four. Um, so who would like to share if you haven't shared in the last couple of days? Craig F. Craig. Laura R. Lori. Laura R. And who was that Lori. other one? Lori P. Lori, Lori D. is in Dunlap. Okay, Lori D. Let me take one more. Okay, well, let's go with this. Craig, Laura R., and Lori D. Go ahead, Craig F. Did you call okay, for Craig. me? Yes, I did. Go ahead, Craig. You there? Yep, I can hear you. We can't hear Good you morning. guys. Go ahead. Can okay, you hear me ahead. now? Yes. All right, great. This is Craig Effort, covered in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've got my earphones. Um, the uh, this every morning, every time I talk to my sponsor, he reminds me that this disease is uh, permanent, progressive, and fatal, and uh, um, that uh, I more uh, that. The, one of the key words in this paragraph is begun. We have begun to feel. We have begun to recover. We've begun to develop. And, and you know, there's no, there's no arrival. There's no finish line. Um, there's no uh, laurels were a, a crown of, that uh, a, a victor wore and. Uh, accomplishment what we get is a daily reprieve and uh that i have to constantly remind myself that uh that i have to continue to grow in, in understanding i have to continue to uh to uh, uh, recover i have to do something different something more something uh outside my comfort zone in, in order to grow you know, a sailor doesn't grow in calm seas. He doesn't learn to sail in calm seas. They learn to. So I have to to go forth and find that thing that God's wanting me to do, and it's going to be a challenge. You know, 
life's going to be a challenge. And if it's not a challenge, then I'm not challenging myself and uh, enough. And it's never going to be manageable by me, but um, it's going to be um, uh, my job to 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 uh, accept and surrender and to to learn more and more muscle more and more that says I can turn this over to a power greater than myself. And uh, so I've begun, I've made a beginning, and that's all I, even when I uh, completed the steps and I'm sponsoring in 12, I've made a beginning, and I need to continue to grow, and I need to say that to remind myself. So with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you. Thank you, Craig. Okay, um, next is Laura R., followed by Lori D. Good morning. This is Laura R., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Colorado. Um, goodness, what a great paragraph and what great shares have been this morning. Um, I just love, I just love, um, I just love God. <laughs> and that's why I wake up every morning. I enjoy waking up every morning because every morning is a new day. I was telling someone the other day, like, isn't it awesome that we get to have like adventure and I don't know, new beginnings, because with God, anything is possible. And that's what this program has given to me, um, really. I remember I heard a speaker one time say, "Who? what alcoholic doesn't want more God? You know, I sure do. I'm an addict. I want more of everything. And so what is so awesome is that in step two, it talks about how we start to sense the, the power of, of his flow of the spirit into us in step two. You know, and um, and then each step, I start to begin get more and more and more power and as I start to get unblocked, as I start to pray in six and seven, things start to disappear. I start to feel more God. You know, I, like Jen was saying, I drop on those knees in the morning and I just get connected. It's just, I can't but help it. You know, I've been waking up for, since I was three years sober, which is, I'm 17 now. I, I have, I, I just, I'm addicted to it. I love it because I want to connect. Um, it's, I need his strength. I need his inspiration. I need his direction or I'm going to blow the house down. I mean, it's going to come down just because I am a tornado and I, I just tear up things. And then and with God, you know, I, I need, I don't know, I just, I need more and more and more of it. And it's just so, so good just to sit in prayer and meditation or throughout the day, you know, we have so much direction. Um, and, you know, when things crop up, I get to ask God at once to remove it. You know, when I start to see a character defect um, lingering around or I'm seeing that I'm, I mean, one of my things is I don't show up for my child, because I don't want to, because I'm lazy, sloth, you know, oh, here it comes again, I'm starting to say no, I'm starting to, like, let him be, okay, God, help me, I can't do this, I'm relying on my own power, boom, all of a sudden, I'm saying yes, when I want to say no, or, you know, out of, like, oh, here I am again, I'm starting to, like, get more defiant with my husband, God, help me, boom, out of my mouth, like, in the first thought, grr, second thought, sure, honey, <laughs> it's like, what, it's just awesome. You know, why would I want to go back to the way I was? And I just love, like, what we've been talking about is that it just comes. Like, that's the miracle of doing this. We put the food, all the food down, and we walk through these steps completely, like, to the best of my ability, which is total half measure. I mean, it's not half measures, but it's just, it's all God. <laughs> I do what I can, and God does the rest. And it's just absolutely amazing. If you're new, keep coming back. It's, it's truly remarkable to be here. Um, you know, and uh, I just extend my hand to you. My name's on the phone list. By all means, call me. With that, I'll pass. 
Thank you, Laura. And now we'll have Lori D. Hi, this is Lori D in Northern California. Um, looking at this paragraph is amazing. I am receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him or her who has all knowledge and power. Wow. Um, I am so powerless over my life today, and my life is so unmanageable. Um, But I know that I'm following direction. And because of following directions, I do see I'm being led. Somehow I'm being led. I'm beginning to sense a flow of spirit through me. And uh, yesterday was, last night was a super tough moment for me in my life. It was the second time I've had to ask my son to leave my house. My son is an addict. And uh, he's had a couple brushes with recovery. And today, or this year, the beginning of the year, started uh, a sincere brush with recovery. And so my husband and I helped him out here at the house. And, you know, he, he was dusting himself off and walking, walking clean and sober, but that's not happening now. And so I've been real drawn in to that disease to my own disease of compulsive eating. And although I'm not picking up, it's right there. I'm on the teeter's edge. And God is right there. And it's like this intense drama, my life. But it's not so so dramatic as I want, my mind wants to make it. You know, it's actually pretty simple. You know, God wants to do his work with me. And he wants to do his work with my son and my husband and all people. And it's, it's just not my job. I'm not going to save anybody. I'm not going to even save myself. You know, that's what's clear to me today, that I have no power. I'm powerless. And it's bringing me to my knees, that powerlessness. And the pain is there. And it's pain for my child. But he's not my child now. There's another parent involved, and that's my higher power. And he's going to carry us all. Thank you for being there for me. With that, I'm out. Thank you so much, Lori, for sharing. And, um, yeah, we're here. And uh, so... We've come to the close of our meeting. We have six seconds, so I think we'll just pass with that. Um, So, uh, let's see. Thank you to everyone who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. And the share ID for today, Wednesday, September 22nd, 7 a.m. meeting is 17,789. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164 followed by the serenity prayer. Will Susan S.H. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Thank you. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, good. This is Susan S.H. I'm a very grateful recovered compulsive overeater in Ohio. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. 
God will constantly disclose more to us, to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you could do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trust the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.